Hello and welcome to Journal Sessions on the Bold Love Podcast with Pastor Bob Roberts Jr. Journal Sessions is a weekly podcast that features a look inside Pastor Bob's journal on the things that he is thinking deeply and praying deeply about among some stories along his journey. And on this episode of Journal Sessions on the Bold Love Podcast, Pastor Bob dives into what it means to have patience with joy as it talks about in Colossians 1.11. Take a listen. Dang, I don't want to talk to y'all about what I'm going to talk to you about today, but I need to because it's kind of a big deal. It's about a character trait, a fruit of the Spirit, one of those things that I've mastered, patience. Now, if you know me, you're laughing your guts out because I am not a patient person. I really have to work at it all the time. But, you know, there's, there's probably not a more necessary virtue, fruit of the Spirit, than patience. It's just critical. It's not just a nice little add-on to keep you calm, but patience is really a significant virtue. It goes deep. It goes to the core of who we are and what we believe and how much faith we really have. You can't do anything great for God without patience. You can just forget it. I can't tell you how many times in my journal I've written, God, when? I mean, I'm patient, I'm waiting, but this is taking forever. I don't know that God has ever moved quick enough for me. Can I just be honest? But I've got a feeling I've moved way too fast on him sometimes, trying to do things he didn't ask me to do or or doing things that I thought were important. And yeah, that's, that's not the way it works. Paul is writing to the Colossian believers. They're brand new believers. They're facing some suffering. It's tough. It's hard. And here's what he says to him at the beginning of Colossians chapter one, starting in verse nine. It says, so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you be filled with all the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So in other words, I want to see you guys grow up in the Lord. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Now, I'm fascinated by that little phrase, worthy of the Lord, walk worthy of the Lord. Paul says this in Ephesians. He says it in Galatians. He says it many times. Walk worthy of the Lord. What does that look like? Fully pleasing to him. Bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. Okay, here's the hard part. For all endurance and patience. Endurance and patience go together. Patience is that restful waiting. Endurance is that hard waiting. With joy. Patience with joy. Yeah, right. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. It's pretty good. In other words, we can be patient because we've been redeemed. We know who wins. We're made for eternity. So take a breath. Now, can I just tell you that you are going to wait at times in your life and in your walk with God. It's not a question of how can you avoid being patient or how can you make things happen? It's going to happen. The only question is, how are you going to wait? How are you going to handle it? Galatians 5.22, patience is called a fruit of the Spirit. 
James 5, 7, and 8, 2 Peter 3 and 8, patience is tied to the coming of Jesus Christ. And, you know, a lot of people aren't that excited about Jesus coming these days, but the early church was. I mean, they talked about it. I don't mean with prophecy charts and this has to happen, that has to happen. They were just ready for him to come back. I mean, They'd been with the Messiah. Many of them knew Jesus. They'd seen him. They'd been healed by him. Everybody talked about Jesus. And they all wanted him back. And then things got really hard. A persecution that took place in the early church for the first 200 years. I mean, they wanted him to come. Come on, Jesus, come back. Get me out of this pain, this tough time that I'm going through. But sometimes we have to be patient. Because God's doing stuff in us. Patience. I'm Baptist. I probably shouldn't use this metaphor, but wine takes time to ferment. A very brilliant psychologist named Howard Gardner has written many books about creativity and thinking and how people learn. He taught at Harvard, written many books. And Gardner says that most people have the idea that they get this breakthrough all of a sudden, and then they make it. But he said the truth of the matter is, whether it's Edison or someone else who comes up with something, research is that it takes 10 years of study in a field before there's a breakthrough. Now, let that sink in. And he said most people never experience a breakthrough because they don't stay focused on something for 10 years. And he said a handful of people will get two breakthroughs. A few, very few get three, and it's very rare but there's even less that get four breakthroughs, but that's it. The idea is that it takes time to master knowledge and life and ability and things that are coming our way. You know, do you realize the Bible says that God is patient towards us in righteousness? In other words, he knows that we're not going to do right, but he's still patient towards us in Romans 2, 4. And then how many times have you read in the Old Testament where it talks about that God is patient and merciful if we'll only come back? This isn't just a virtue that's nice to have. It is a statement of faith. It is so much. It's definitely not an American virtue. It goes straight in the face against all things American. We are not patient people. We find a way as quick as we can. As a matter of fact, we think if we've not made it by the age of 30, definitely 40, we're has-beens. History does not bear that out. It's just not the way it works. It's not what happens. Patience is everything. Let me tell you what patience, let me tell you what patience is really all about. Patience is, first of all, about discovering your eternal state of being. It's discovering your eternal state of being. Do you think people are going to get in heaven? No, let me start over. Patience is, first of all, about discovering your eternal state of being. In other words, what you're going to be like for eternity. Do you think people are going to be impatient in heaven? Do you, do you think Peter's going to be running around all frustrated because Andrew's doing something he shouldn't or John has not showed up? Or, or do you think people are going to get upset because at the marriage supper of the Lamb, there's not going to be food that comes out and it's going to be hot and there's this sense of stress and anxiety that's going on in heaven? I don't think so. Heaven is about calm. It's about knowing God is in charge. Do you understand this is the whole point of Sabbath? 
Sabbath is about stopping everything, knowing that God is in control, being at peace, being at rest, no impatience, no rush, no hurry. That's the whole idea. I have to fight to make myself be patient. I have to fight sometimes to make myself Sabbath. This last weekend, I had something I had to do for two or three hours, but after that, I stopped on Saturday I just said, I'm not doing anything else for 24 hours. And I, did, I didn't. The next 24 hours, I went to church. That was it. And then Sunday night, I had to do some stuff. But we need that Sabbath in our life that slows us down and stops us. I was, I was visiting with one of my rabbi friends one time, and he told me, he said, Bob, the idea of stopping work is to realize that work will never be complete because work is what we are doing for God, and he is in charge of it, and we are not. I think he's right. Patience is about teaching you about how to feel about things and how to respond to things when all kind of stuff is coming at you and you don't feel like you're enough. Well, you're not, but God is. And if you can learn to just gear down, say, all right, I don't, I don't like this. This is hard to wait, but I'm going to wait. Patience is about letting God orchestrate events for his glory. See, we think a lot of times, hurry up and do this, God. You know, God is a weaver. He's weaving lives, circumstances, events together. It's not just about you. And sometimes your waiting is about God doing something and orchestrating situations and circumstances together in a particular manner. And if you got in a hurry and impatient and God were to answer that thing, it wouldn't be the same as it would be if we would wait and let God do what he wants to do. God is never early. Man, I used to pray, oh, God, we need this money so I can do this ministry. God is not tied to money. We move forward with or without money to do what he's called us to do, the best that we can do. And let me tell you, when we move forward in faith, it's as we move forward that he provides. And if he doesn't provide everything we think he should, it's okay. God is not early. But I've got news. Neither is he late. He's always right on time. And, and, and a lot of times we get the idea that I want to accept Christ and follow him and walk in faith. But we've got to keep walking in faith. Look at Saul. Saul gets in a hurry. Remember the story? He's going to go up and do battle against the Philistines. And he's told to wait for Samuel to get there. And Samuel's going to offer the sacrifice. But Saul is looking at his watch and the soldiers are getting antsy. And so finally he hurries up and he, he, he offers a sacrifice himself. He shouldn't have, and it cost him the kingdom. God's timing in my life. God's timing in other people's life. He's putting it together. I mean, so many pastors, and sometimes they'll tell me, Bob, I wish I could travel like you and get to do the kinds of things that you do. And sometimes they're in their 20s or 30s and 40s. I didn't do that in my 20s and 30s or 40s. I, I travel some, and in my 40s, a fair amount more, but I would hate to think of being a father right now. I would have been a lousy father. I have to be on the road a lot. My wife travels as well, and, and we have to make sure that we have time to get together. See, God's got, if we will let God work in all of our life and, and, and just give up this idea that I've got to reach this by this age or that, that age, then we'll be at peace and we'll also enjoy the time we're in. I mean, while you're wishing you were on the road, you're missing a time with your child in sports or going to a movie or reading a book or, or just hanging out. Let God orchestrate the events in your life for his glory, because it's not just about getting stuff done. You do know 
God doesn't need you to get his stuff done. I mean, how important are your kids? How important is your family? How, how important are these other things to you? Let me tell you what else patience is about. Patience is about depth. It's about depth. Only deep people can be patient. I mean, it's depth of faith. How much do you really trust God? It's depth of character, letting God work in you, complete in you those things that he's doing. It's depth of wisdom. We talk about the patience of Job. Have you ever read the book of Job? <laughs> Job was saying, come on, God, where are you? I wish you'd never let me be born. We all go through the desert. and We don't all come out. And we definitely don't all come out the same. If we do come out, I promise you this, it's not because we did it on our own. It's because someone else helped us. I have a friend named Ray, and he's gone to be with the Lord now, but he was a famous childhood actor, and, and uh, he came to Northwood, and I baptized him, and I loved him to death. And I remember he was in World War II, and he told me a story how that he was captured on, on one of the Pacific islands and that uh, they had him in a little stockade fence and, and one of the soldiers uh, began to dig a hole under the fence and, and, and he dug all night long. And, and so he waited in the next night, but they were all afraid. They were scared to death. They'd get caught and they'd get shot. And so finally in the middle of the night, they realized what was going on. And so they began to help him realize maybe they could get loose. So they got loose. And all of a sudden, they start running down the beach, and immediately, Ray fell to his knees and said, thank you, God, thank you, God. That other soldier kicked him and said, get up off your knees, you blankety-blank, blankety-blank. He said, God didn't get you out of there. I got you out of there. Now run. Let me tell you something. God is the one who gets us out of the fixes that we're in. And a lot of times, it takes us going through those fixes so that we can acknowledge him. And know that he did. Jesus even goes into the desert. Interesting, most of us go into a desert we don't want to go into. And we're taken there because there's nowhere else to go. I love what it says about Jesus going into the desert in Luke 4. It says, and being led by the Spirit. He went into the desert because the Spirit led him there. He faced temptation. He faced deprivation. And there's something about going through the deserts of life, it causes us, now do I really believe God is going to do what he said? And he does. I'm, I'm soon to be 65. I'm sad it took me so long to become convinced that God will really do what he says. I used to have this schedule. Everything's on his schedule now. I mean, I'm no young kid anymore. So God's going to have to do it if it gets done. And it's sometimes waiting Wow, the things that happen inside of our character. What is it that God is trying to grow? See, we think character is just some, okay, I'm going to work on and I got it there. No, character is put in a furnace. There's a fire that, that, that makes you become what you are. And wisdom, wow, the patience of Job, but also the wisdom of Job. Here's the last thing I think patience can help us understand. There's a lot of things. Here's just four things I've pointed out to you. Patience is about resizing yourself in the kingdom of God. Let me say that again. Patience is about resizing yourself in the kingdom of God. You know, when you go to some uh, fast food chains, you want to supersize it. 
supersize your French fries, supersize your hamburger, supersize those onion rings. We've supersized ourselves, not in the kingdom of God, though, but in our own eyes. What, what, what patience does, and we're having to wait for God, and things aren't happening, and we're watching them happen for everybody else. We're going, God, what am I doing wrong? Patience is about resizing yourself in relationship to God. And I don't mean just you're a lot smaller and he's a lot bigger, but that God's at the center of everything and you are not. In an American Christianity, we have so put ourselves at the center of the universe and God exists to make us make us happy instead of us existing to glorify him. Patience is about resizing ourselves in relationship to others. They matter too. What is God orchestrating? What is he doing in somebody else's life that, that I need to be celebrating, not upset that this isn't happened to me, but truly celebrating, excited for someone else. It's in those times when we're waiting on God, when we feel like we're on a shelf or in a dark basement, that, that God is, is doing things. And so sometimes part of that is, the ego that we have and with relationship to God, with relationship to others. And it's also resizing ourselves in light of eternity, knowing that whatever it is that we're going through, this is not going to last forever. And when I'm with God, I don't have to get impatient because I am an eternal being. So I may not get everything I want when I want it. But here's the cool thing about patience. If you will learn to let patience master you, you'll get a lot more than just what you were seeking. You get a depth of faith and character and wisdom and humility that'll take you to places that you never dreamed of. Let patience have its perfect work in you. Thank you so much for joining us for journal sessions with Pastor Bob Roberts Jr. on the Bold Love Podcast. If you were impacted by this conversation, we would like to ask a favor. First, if you found this episode impactful, please share it on social media and recommend it to a friend. Second, like most podcasts, we are able to make these impactful conversations happen with support from partnering organizations and individuals like you. If you felt led to support these type of conversations, you can do so now and give at support.boldlovepodcast.com. Cast.com. Whether it's a single gift or a monthly donation, we are so thankful for you. For more information on this podcast, show notes, and any other references, you can go to boldlovepodcast.com to get all the information there. We appreciate you joining us. And remember on the Bold Love Podcast, we encourage you to live out your faith boldly, learn how to better love your neighbor, and learn how to relate to others despite your differences without compromising your faith. See you next time.